through until nine. You're listening to Sports Breakfast. Yes, you are. Sports Breakfast with you on this Monday morning, the 9th of November. And we are, of course, here for Holman, for the, spa, for the Smart Gardener. Find their products at a Bunnings near you and SKG Radiology. When you depend on the right result, choose SKG Radiology, providing bulk build medical rebatable services at all 20 locations. We're just about to be joined by Liam Santamaria to reflect on the most recent weekend just gone of the NBL. But why news out of New South Wales is that New South Wales have won the toss and they've elected to bowl first. Mm, yes, um, obviously they they think there's going to be a little bit in it. The the first time, as we've said, that they've used the Sydney Oval this season after uh, the footy season, mm. um, and from all accounts, WA have gone in with two spinners. Yes, and uh, we'll get that full report from uh, Jacob. Uh, a little in a little while, but um, Hamish McKenzie will be making his uh, debut. Uh, Goodwin and Haskett are the two that have been left out of the eleven, according to the information that we've got. So, with uh, WA going with two spinners and New South Wales winning the toss and electing to bowl, it sort of plays into WA's hand that they were they picked the two spinners to think that on on the final day it might be doing a bit. So maybe they think it'll be doing a bit right from the start, as it did last year. Well, let's hope WA able to secure a win because another WA team that won across the weekend was, of course, our Perth Wildcats. They had an 11-point win over the 36ers to tell us all about that. Plus, more happening in the NBL is, of course, the general manager of the Next Stars recruitment and NBL broadcaster Liam Santamaria. Good morning to you, Liam. Good morning, fellas. Uh, good to be with you. Wayne, uh, Jacob has, has left you this morning. He's on to bigger and better things today. Ah, uh, yes. It, we've got the Shield game. We comment, We uh, yeah, provide commentary for the, all the Shield games where the, uh, the Western, Western Australian team plays. So he's over in Sydney spending the oh, week there. Good. So uh, we'll have him on in about, well, straight after you. We cross over for the start of play. Oh, beautiful. Uh, yes. Well, so what about the... Start. What about the weekend's highlights? Let, let's well, we'll start with our uh, Wildcats. Uh, Bryce Cotton in form in the second half, but uh, a little bit of a better effort from the team overall. Yeah, it was. Um, it was nice. It was nice to see Bryce up and about, wasn't it, fellas? Um, mm. I think everybody, everybody who watches the NBL, I mean, maybe apart from the fans of the particular team he's playing at that time, but everybody else and. You know, especially, of course, the you know Red Army, the Perth Wildcats fans, just love seeing Bryce Cotton um, in full flight, um, knocking down shots and pouring on the points and you know, doing what he's done so well in this league for so long. So that was tremendously fun to see that again. And, um, you know, it was a team, of course, that really needed a win and really needed a home win to just sort of settle the fan base a little bit and, you know, keep themselves in touch on, on the standing. Um, John really... Mixed things up a little bit, which I thought was good. It needed that. And, um, you know, he changed up the starting lineup, brought in Hiram Harris, Jordan Usher, the import, coming off the bench. And, um, you know, I thought all of that worked tremendously well. Harris was, was really good. And, and Jordan Usher was really good. Maybe the little kick up the pants that was required in that regard. The team sort of found its mojo and, and grabbed a win over, uh, over the long time arch rivals. Is that what you think really is trying to do there? Is just give a few players a bit of a message. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, you've got to do your right thing by the team. Otherwise, you'll be starting on the bench. Yeah, I think so. And also, it's just about trying to find that right balance. 
You know, you do need to have some guys on the floor who aren't necessarily, um, you know, trying to be the man, um, that recognise that Bryce is the man and that their job is to do some of the dirty work and the grunt work and set screens for him, dribble handoffs, make sure he's getting the rock. And, you know, Hiram Harris is a, is a perfect to play guy to play that type of role on this group. Um, so I thought that was a savvy move. It certainly, you know, resulted in, in good things. And Jordan Usher, I mean, he still played 22 minutes, but, you know, I think he, he, um, he kind of got back to a little bit of what he needs to be, a, a high-intensity defensive guy, a, a guy can get on the glass a little bit, but, you know, he's also ready to catch and shoot knockdown shots and make some plays. So, you know, 17 points for him in 22 minutes, and you know, I think that was a good result. And John really now has the, the decision to make, all right, well, do I keep it how it is, which you expect that he will, or do I say, all right, Jordan, now that you've got a sense of what you need to do, let's go back to starting you. I suspect he'll keep it the way he changed it and the Wildcats will start to try to roll on from here. We saw the grand final rematch played across the weekend, Liam. We saw Sean Bruce help seal the victory for the Sydney Kings in their win over the New Zealand Breakers 87-85. to How important was that game for the Sydney Kings? Oh, it was a good game, wasn't it, Ethan? Um, you know, certainly, I th- I'm not sure that the Kings necessarily desperately needed the win. They were five and three coming into it. Now they're six and three, sitting pretty on, you know, second in the standings. Um, it was really the Breakers who, who needed it. They've slipped now to two and five. So they're in a tough spot. It would have been, would have been fantastic for them had they been able to snatch it. It would have been a two and zip weekend for them and they'd be back up and about. But, in the end, as you say, the, the Kings and, and, and Sean Bruce in particular they came up with the big plays in in the big moments, in the dying in the dying moments, and the breakers um, went down. So fun game, another game that went right down to the wire, uh, and um, the Kings, you know, as they usually do, took care of business in the end on their home floor. Um, frenetic finish in the, the game Brisbane up against the Jack Jumpers. Brisbane had a three game winning streak coming into it. The Jack Jumpers. After two losses, needed the win, and Milton Doyle played a pretty a prominent part. Yeah, he did. He'd been a little quiet in recent times, Milton Doyle. In fact, these two teams played each other uh, previously, the, the round before, so just uh, the, the week before, and Brisbane had got the win in Brisbane, and, and former Jack Jumper Sam McDaniel had kind of locked up Milton Doyle. He only had seven points, which is um, you know, very quiet by his very long standards so he came up big in the rematch 24 points um including uh, you know some real clutch clutch crunch time um uh, performances and uh you're right it was a bit of a frenetic finish in the end the bullets that man sam mcdaniel had a mid-range pull-up to tie the game and send it to overtime and it's kind of his sweet spot where it's where he likes to shoot it from it was a good look but it just didn't go down and uh, the, the Jack Jumpers got revenge on, on Brisbane and, you know, um, found them, you know, put their uh, win loss ledger um, back above 500. As well as the Kings having a win over the Breakers, they also secured a win on Friday against the Hawks. It was by 20 points. The Hawks are really struggling. They're at the bottom of the table. What's happened? What's gone wrong for the Hawks this season so far? Yeah, it just hasn't clicked, has it, Ethan? They, um, yeah, they got whacked by the Kings. They lost by 20 and um, they had a, you know, it was a one-possession game midway through the second quarter and then, you know, Bob's your uncle late in the third. It's 
uh, they're down by 26. So it all went away from them very, very quickly. And um, again, they gave up over 100 points. They've, they've been the worst defensive team in the league, Illawarra. And um, that, that was, you know, certainly the case through the, the second and third quarters the other night where they gave up a combined 64 points. Um, uh, to be honest, I think the, the key issue there is that their main guys haven't been playing at a really high level consistently. You know, they've got a big four, that, that Hawks team of Justin Robinson, Tyler Harvey, Gary Clark, the three imports, and Sam Froling, you know, the young uh, elite big man. And, um, yeah, they need a few, a couple of those guys. They need all of them playing at a high level and a couple of them playing at sort of an all-NBL level. And, Whilst they might have had one kind of play well or two, maybe at a pinch on any given night, they haven't had all four of them consistently playing at a high level. And you know they've got a lot of nice other pieces, but it really falls on on that big four to, to lead the way. And um, you know they haven't really been getting it done. Not a good weekend for the Taipans, dropping both their games. And the last one of that was against uh, uh, Melbourne Phoenix. Um, poor weekend for them. Yeah, um, they're a little bit all over the shop at the moment, um, the, the Taipans, unfortunately for them. And you're right, it was a you know, back-to-back losses. They took a loss the previous round at Illawarra as well, but also got a win over Sydney. So three losses out of their past four games. Since returning from the US where they played those NBA games, they just haven't been able to quite be able to find their rhythm. And you know, Part of that is you know, their lineup. Um, mixing around a little. They brought the Jim McCall back. He stayed in the States for the birth of his child uh, after they played those NBA games. He returned, played his first game back for the club yesterday. Uh, Taron Armstrong's been coming back from a, a foot complaint. Um, they've got some other guys that are banged up a little bit. So the, the lineup has been thrown around a little. And um, they also, yesterday against the Phoenix, just didn't play well. You know, they were just sort of a little bit all over the shop. Now, credit to the Phoenix a little bit there. They've been doing that to some teams recently, having a good little patch themselves. But the Taipans need to head back to far north Queensland, lick their wounds, get on the practice floor, find some symmetry and some rhythm again, and then um, see if they can they can come back out next round and start getting their things together. Liam, we've got the Wildcats playing today against Melbourne United. Melbourne United, they've mm. only lost one game from nine starts. Is there something that the Wildcats can do to defeat Melbourne United? Is there sort of a vulnerability that they can exploit? Well, they're a tough team, this Melbourne United squad. I've been telling Jacob and Wayne uh, since the get-go in pre-season, you know, this is, this is the team to beat the way it's been put together. They've been the standout defensive team thus far this season, and then they've got so many weapons offensively. When a guy like Chris Golding hitting shots like he's been doing this season, they've got that dynamic duo in the centre spot, Ariel Hook-Porty and Joe Lawala-Chul. So um, it's going to be tough for the Wildcats. They're going to need to sit down and play a high-level defence, be a lead on the glass, and they're going to need another big performance from Bryce Cotton. They're the, the three... Uh, starting points, and then from there you're going to need some other guys to come to the party like they had the other night against Adelaide. So, easier said than done. This Melbourne team has been sitting around all week preparing for, for Bryce and, and the Wildcats, and um, you know they're ready and, and champing at the bit to get into that tonight. So, tough tough one for John Rilly and his men, but I tell you what, if they can pull it off, 
a two and zip weekend will be just what the doctor ordered after some tough times out west. Uh, over the past week or so. It certainly will be, and let's hope so. 4.30pm Western Standard Time, that game starts. Liam, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Breakfast. Cheers, guys. Have a great week. You too. That's Liam Santamaria joining us to reflect on the recent weekend of the NBL, NBL broadcast and general manager of NBL Next Stars Recruitment. Wayne, before we do, head over to New South Wales for the Sheffield Shield. Just a few quick ones off the text. Good morning, gents. David at Wanneroo here. Shout out to the Perth Lynx, who had a strong win to kick off their season. So well done to the Perth Lynx. Fantastic stuff and fantastic stuff. And just one quickly here. When India defeat the Netherlands this week, I mean, jumping, bit, jumping uh, the gun a bit here, but I suppose that will probably happen. Although Netherlands have been good anyway. I'm getting sidetracked. When India defeat Netherlands this week, they will finish 9 from 9. There will be a lot of pressure on them to go through the entire competition undefeated, which is what they will need to do to win the World Cup. I mean, for India, they've it's a home World Cup, so there automatically is a lot of pressure applied to them, but they've just handled it so incredibly well, and that's what a lot of teams are admiring about India. Wayne, we better head off to a break, because on the other side, you'll be hearing ball-by-ball descriptions of the Sheffield Shield. So, Wayne, thanks for, thanks for coming in this morning. Beautiful. And we'll uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning. But uh, yeah, WA really interested in this game. If they if they can sort of get in another away win, it really just consolidates their spot on the top of the ladder and puts a little thing of fear in every other state. I would have thought in the way that they're playing the cricket. That's right. Don't go anywhere. Sheffield Shield up after the break.